Hey, it's me, Sam. This is my podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, guess what, guys? Made it through 20 episodes, and it only took me about two months. Um, that's not bad. So, um, yeah, I'm still learning. I guess the thing is, the the whole, I don't have a lot of, like, I don't have a lot of friends, period, but I also don't have a lot of friends who are, are very tech savvy or who like four out of five of my friends maybe didn't even know what a podcast was when I first started talking about doing it. My parents for sure did not know what it was. So to even to let find someone who actually knows what a podcast is and then also who knows anything about recording or editing or promoting or anything like that. Uh, I'm kind of on my own here. So, I know there's been some some crappy audio. Like, I know the one we started out, like, are they going to be able to hear us over this cricket? And we're like, oh, well, it's okay. Oh, my gosh. It was so loud, like, through the entire episode almost. And then uh, I know I've had some other ones where there's been just, like, a lot of background noise. Obviously, my, my map right now, Carol, she's just running her mouth and carrying on. But, you know, I, I think that's the thing, like, and I'm not in any way dogging, like, anybody else or, I swear, I was just, I just looked to double check because I knew this was accurate. I've been working since, really, I left my house this morning at, like, 7.45, and I always have my work phone on. I've gotten four phone calls all day, and of course, one of them would come right when I start recording. So, I don't even know what I was saying. Anyway, um, oh, I know what it was. <clears throat> I don't, I don't fault or, or have any, like, I don't want to sound like all oh, these other podcasts. No, because I, I, what I've been doing is like listening to a lot of other podcasts. I ended up, um, setting up Twitter and, have, and just have really found that to be a way to connect with some of, so especially some like smaller, maybe, um, new startup podcasts I've gotten connected with and um oh boy party lights listen this is so funny this uh Perry Township Police Department I, look I love the police I know there's all this controversy about the police and shootings and things like that but I really try to be respectful to the police to my kids I really try to make sure my kids know that the police are you know their job is to protect and to help and things like that but this little it's like a it's not even really a town it's a township I mean obviously the name of Perry Township and it's like in between two kind of bigger cities and oh my gosh they take their jobs very seriously I got pulled over I had this terrible case once when I worked at children's services where this guy got murdered in his front yard while his kids were in the house I get there and there's like literally cops and ambulance and everybody everywhere there's blood everywhere these poor little babies are in the house I'm like determined that these kids who were already traumatized are not going into foster care. Obviously, I'm a foster parent, so I'm not saying that foster care is traumatic always, but my, you know, my number, my, I stand by families 
And I, I think the kids are always, for the most part, better off. I shouldn't say always. For the most part, are better off with family. If the family, you know, if there's appropriate family to be found, I want to find them kind of deal. So I'm steadily just searching through this dead guy's everything I can find. Every file folder, every folder, every stack of papers, every bill. Any, and I don't know, I'm probably breaking all kinds of laws. But I'm just determined to not have these kids go to foster care after everything they've been through. So anyway, ended up finding a relative. Super awesome, you know, aunt or something. I don't remember. It's been years and years ago. But anyway, to get back to Perry Township. I'm driving home and I'm literally like... Because what happens is you have these situations that if you work in any type of, like, first responder type um, type job, you kind of you probably know what I'm talking about. Like, you have these situations where, you know, it's kind of hyped up. You're pretty well running on adrenaline for the full time that you're working and you're doing. And then when it's over, it's like you have a major adrenaline crash. <laughs> So anyway, I'm driving home. It's like 4 a.m., you know, no cars on the road. I get pulled over. And I'm like, you got to be flipping kidding me. Look, when I was younger, I used to speed like it was my job. I got a lot of speeding tickets. I had a, I had a lot of car accidents. I just drove like a maniac, like a real idiot. But now I don't. Now I'm like an old lady. I don't ever, I don't like to speed. I don't speed because what, what I think would have been super helpful is if I'm just rabbit trailing just one after the other. And I will do that because it's my podcast and I do what I want. What I think would have been helpful. And here's just a tip for any maybe young, young, young folk, young folk that are listening to this. I wish that somebody would have said to me from day one, Hey, um, by the way, not only does it suck to have a ticket that you have to pay, but guess what? Now you have points on your license and your that affects your insurance. So you're paying, even if the ticket's not that bad, you're going to end up having to pay in your insurance. Why didn't anybody tell me that? Why didn't I know that? Just know it. But why didn't anybody tell me that? Like, yeah, I, in my mind, like, whatever, I'll just pay the ticket. And then the next thing you know, my insurance for the next month is double what it was the month before. I'm like, what the hell happened? Oh, yeah, I called my insurance agent. Oh, uh, you got a speeding ticket and had four car accidents in a month. Okay, well, that's fair. It makes sense. But anyway, so anyway, yeah, I don't speed anymore. I don't. So I'm thinking I'm not speeding. It's 4 a.m. I'm on this, like, long stretch of highway. I haven't ran a stop sign. What is going on with this guy? It's this little township police officer, super inflated ego, just like really, really hardcore. And he comes up. I got a taillight out. Are you kidding me? Of course he pulls, comes up to me, and I look like I'm fleeing a robbery or something. My face is red. I've been crying. I'm like full-on hysterics. I'm trying to pull it together. I can't find any of my stuff, my car. Yeah taillight then he gets then he i remember this now i remember i'm remembering more and more of it as i talk about it he, he gets real nasty with me like i remember he said this this is just i pulled you over because it's just ridiculous this is a simple fix anybody at wall anybody can buy a light at walmart and replace it i'm thinking buddy i don't drive some fancy car that tells me when my taillight is out number one how would i even know it was out Unless somebody that I know happens to be driving behind me and tells me, number two, thanks for the tip. I'll get right on it. And I did. 
I went to Walmart probably not the next day probably within the week or something yeah and I bought the light and I replaced it but he was just a real jerk which is probably I don't want to say that I'm sure they're not all jerks but he was just I was just a really a wreck and I'm thinking I can't believe you pulled me over at 4 a.m. after everything that I just gone through over a a taillight or you got to be kidding me but you can't get loud you can't get mouthy you can't be nasty it's all yes sirs I'll tell you what, and, and, I, and I, I'm, not, I'm not negating the fact that, that minorities or, or African American or Hispanics or anyone feel this more than what Caucasian people feel this, and maybe it's just me and I'm just anxious and paranoid, but I feel afraid when I'm around cops. I feel afraid when I'm interacting with the police officer. I feel afraid when I've gotten pulled over and interacted with them because I, I feel like I say this, I tell my kids this, like, I feel like they're just waiting to taste somebody. Like they're just itching. Their hands are just itching. And I know I'm, if if anybody was ever going to comment, now's the time because I feel like talking about some inflammatory issues today. I'm just in a mood and so I'm sure I'm going to catch some flack for this. And I, again, I'm not making like generalized statements saying that every police officer is just hankering to taste somebody. I know that's not the case. But I have really have felt like just a, a real, yes, sir, I'm sorry, sir, put my head down, don't argue, don't get loud because I'm terrified. I'm terrified of a... <laughs> one wrong move and they're pulled they pulled their gun on you or one wrong move and you're out of the car and they've tased you i remember one time um what was i even originally talking about oh my this is how bad it is this is how bad i think i was talking about trying to figure out how to do a podcast (laughs) and not having a clue um yeah i'll get back to that anyway one time I was in college, when I was in college, not when I was in, I was in college, but when I was in college, um, I literally had been at a youth, like, youth group event as a leader all day long. I still had the t-shirt on, like, Youth Blast 2002, or whatever it was, like, bright yellow, you know, the big letters, everything. I still had the t-shirt on. And I'm going, we were, I remember we were like having pizza with some friends of mine at their little house, at our house or their house or something. And I'm going to like get soda or whatever it was. I probably like had a craving for an oatmeal cream pie or something stupid, <laughs> but I'm going to, so I'm on my way back. I get pulled over. Now at, at the time I was driving this vehicle that was so confusing if you know anything about cars, please tell me what was going on because I never could figure it out. This car, it, I think it was like a Buick something. It was real. It was like a baby blue, kind of a big like grandma car type thing. Whenever it would rain, the back floorboards would fill up with water. I mean, like standing water fill up with water. It was the weirdest thing in the world. I'm trying to remember if the front ones did. I think the front ones might have too, but not as bad. It was like it pulled in the back ones and maybe sloshed over a little bit into the front. Anyway, I don't know. So obviously I'm like constantly fighting mildew 
finding mold. I'm always with the shop vac, vacuuming out water, keeping towels in, trying to suck up water out of these floorboards because, of course, I can't afford anything else. I can't afford to get it fixed, whatever the problem is. So I'm just sopping up water constantly. Well, I guess something must have created an odor that to this police officer on that day when I was coming back from the gas station smelled like alcohol. So here I get pulled over. I got my church shirt on, basically. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to get out of the car for a sobriety test. <laughs> I'm a college campus, so of course he assumes that every kid out driving late at night is uh, intoxicated. I'm like, okay, so here I am. It wasn't even like on the side of the road. He pulled me over at like a, a corner, like a corner parking lot. So I'm like in this parking lot, just everybody that I know is leaving this youth event, coming back to the house for pizza, just passing me. I'm out walking the line, putting my finger to my nose, the whole deal. I'm like, look, dude, I just left church. Like, I promise you, I'm not intoxicated. Not the people who go to church don't stay intoxicated, because trust me, they do. But I'm like, I just left church. I promise you, I'm not intoxicated. The funniest thing was, I, I can't remember hardly drinking at all in college. So there was really no question. I, I, I went through my entire college career and really hardly drank. I mean, very, very few times that I can even remember. I've definitely drank more as an adult than I ever did in college. But, um, anyway, yeah. So, of course, I get back to the house with my oatmeal cream pie or whatever I got. <coughs> and, uh, catch a ton of shit from everybody about <laughs> getting pulled over and having to do a sobriety test. But that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, in that situation, I still remember feeling like... Ugh. I gotta do what he says. I gotta do what he says because he he's quick to put a taser on my back. If I try to argue or I try to, like, stand up for my rights, uh-uh. I'm not doing it. In those moments, I don't care what my rights are. I, I refuse to get shot. I refuse. I don't care that much. I don't care that much. I remember I had this friend. This hasn't been too long ago. She got pulled over. Of course, our towns are small. So, uh, you know, they're always looking to pad their budgets with speeding tickets. <laughs> and uh, our, it's just just steady speed traps. It'll drop. I mean, just out of nowhere, in a big stretch of road, it'll drop to 25 miles an hour from 55. Always. All, like, all over the place. So, she came into town and, I guess, was speeding. And, and then drove out of town and was still speeding. And, you know, it's just hard to pay attention to. Like, 25 miles an hour is really slow. You don't even think about it. But, uh, so this cop pulls her over. And I remember she told me this story. And I was like, on it. Like, you're going to get shot. What are you doing? Because she, she got a real attitude. She got mad. She was like, I don't know what. Because, of course, the cop was like, I watched you come into town. You're speeding. I've watched you go out of town. You're speeding. What's your deal? Can you not see these speed limit signs? Why are you so defiant? But, you know, I don't know exactly what he said. But. She was like, you're not going to talk to me that way, and you're not going to, and I'm thinking, man, let him talk to you that way. I'll let him talk to me any kind of crazy way they want, because uh, I just stay scared. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have it in me to argue with authority. <laughs> I do not have it in me <coughs> to object 
to uh, any kind of any kind of authority. I just take it. This is the same the same exact scenario of when my my boss calls and tears me a new one for something that has nothing to do with me. You know what my response is? Yes, ma'am. I'll fix it. <laughs> Every time. Because I don't have the time. Like, to, this is the thing. This is something I tell my kids. When they get upset about so-and-so called me a name. Or so-and-so ignored me. Or so-and-so said I wasn't fast enough. Or said I wasn't good at Blah, blah, blah. This is what I say to my kids. Do you think that that person... I mean, is that person a part of your family? No. Is that person someone that you think loves you? Uh, no, no. Do you love them? No. Do you even care about them? I mean, no, not outside of just being a human being. Okay, do you think that they care about you outside of just basic human decency? No. So why, why are you giving so much of your emotion... And your reaction to a, a person who's not a significant person in your life, and that's kind of where I—that's kind of where I fall. I try to teach my kids this. You know, a police officer. I don't really care. I don't care if they want to talk to me crazy. I don't care if they want to be disrespectful to me because. And I know you know people are all stand up for your rights and and don't get pushed around and and be strong. Blah blah blah. I, I don't I don't go for any of that shit. Look. Like I said, police officers talking to me crazy, let them. I don't have any rights. I don't care. I'm just trying to get out of there without getting tased. My boss wants to call and talk to me crazy and be disrespectful and nasty and loud to me. Go ahead. Do it. You know what? Do it every day. Because what I'm ever going to do, and you can ask her this. I've been with this company for five years. I have never raised my voice to her. I've never argued with her. I've never disagreed with her. I've never spoke up because here's the thing. I got a mortgage to pay. I don't care that much about what she thinks. I know I do my job. I obviously I don't want her to fire me. I do what she wants me to do. If she wants me to do something that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I know it's going to make her happy. I do it. If I, if I need to fix something that I know that I didn't, I didn't actually cause the problem or actually doesn't really even have anything to do with me. I fix it. Because I got four kids, and if I don't have a job, it's it's not a good look for any of them. Uh, we're not trying to be on the streets. So if somebody needs to yell at me every now and then, so be it. <laughs> I won't. You won't get a rise out of me. You just won't. I've had patients that have screamed and cussed me. I've had clients when I work for Children's Services who have screamed and cussed me one, and I'll just take it. I don't. It does not phase me does not phase me now my uh the only person who I really react to who talks to me crazy it would be my ex-husband and that's just because I don't you know obviously he doesn't his reaction it doesn't have any effect on me so but I will get loud with him but anybody else nah I'll just just take it like a champ and uh, at the end of the day I'm not getting shot and I'm keeping my job so that's really all that matters <laughs> do I <laughs> I'm sure do I have any self-respect? Absolutely not. I just put put self-respect out the window and uh, get get talked to crazy all day long. I don't care. Um, anyway, so what I was saying was, I don't know anything about podcasts. Nobody that I know knows anything about podcasts. I mean, I know a lot of really super smart people. 
but none of them really know anything about how to how to put together a podcast so i'm i'm figuring this out i'd like to like like i'm realizing that most podcasts that are actually you know put together somewhat professionally are typically featured on multiple platforms like itunes or stitcher or spotify google whatever it is so i'd like to eventually get to that point but I don't know. Every time I start to try to figure it out, a baby has a poopy diaper or something, I get distracted. So, for now, we're rocking with Castbox. I really like Castbox. I mean, I don't feel any motivation to ever download any other podcast app. Um, I think I did download Podbean, 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 because there were a couple that I was following on YouTube that we're uh, using that particular app as a platform and it's okay I don't like it as much as CastBox to be honest listen CastBox hook up with me let's be partners let's be friends I don't really know how that works I've heard a couple of uh, podcasts who have mentioned you know that they're a CastBox featured app or featured podcast let's do it I'm all about it I don't want to deal with iTunes or anybody else here's the thing with iTunes that I I'm not 100% confident on, but I'm about 95%. I don't have an Apple. My son used to have an iPod. He lost it like two months after have, after getting it because uh, he's irresponsible. But um, I don't have any other Apple devices. And I, from what I'm catching, from what I'm gathering, I don't think that I can even do anything on iTunes unless I have an Apple device. And here's the real deal. I'm not spending $1,500 on a uh, laptop. I just bought one a couple Christmases ago. And uh, I'm also... I'm also... Uh, I'm not buying an, an iPad for $500 just so I can uh, record a podcast. I mean, I think maybe an iPad mini... Here's my here's my history with iPads. <laughs> I don't know. It's been at least six or seven years ago at Christmas. This is one thing about my ex-husband. I mean, I had a terrible interaction with him this morning, like in court, screaming at each other kind of interaction. But here's one thing I can say about him. Let me just say something positive about him so that I don't have anxiety the rest of the day about that interaction. <laughs> uh... He's pretty good at getting gifts. As in, let's see, for our first anniversary, he bought me, um, like, if you've ever been to Cracker Barrel, they have those really super nice rocking chairs, you know, all on the porch of the restaurant. He bought me four of those white ones that are just beautiful, really nice. And then when we moved to our farmhouse, it has a wraparound porch, so they were perfect. Um, like, if I said I wanted something, he pretty well ran out and got it. I'll give him that. Um, I think it was just something easy that he could manage, and we had the money to be able to do stuff like that, so he did it. I wanted a KitchenAid mixer. He got me a KitchenAid mixer. I wanted a juicer. He got me a juicer. I wanted... I told him... I remember I told him one time that I didn't have um, any nice jewelry. He bought me diamond earrings for my birthday that year. Um... You know, so that's one thing I'll say about him is that he, he did, he did a pretty, like if I wanted something, I would say that I wanted it and he would pretty well get it.
All right, I know y'all don't feel these breaks, but I had to stop and get something to drink because out of nowhere, my throat started being really super dry. So anyway, what I was saying was pretty good gift buyer. I'll give them that. Um, except for the one year at Christmas, I told him that I wanted an iPad. <clears throat> I don't really remember why. I think I thought that it was going to be... I didn't really know much about it. I thought that it would be more like a computer. And I wanted to be able to do some of my um, like documentation and stuff at home. And I also wanted to be able to do my schoolwork on it. I think I was in school at the time still. But anyway, so I wanted an iPad. <clears throat> so I'm all excited. Because like he's kind of created this pattern of... I ask for something, I get it. I ask for something, I get it. And so here comes Christmas morning and it's a iPad shaped box. So I'm convinced that that's what I'm getting. Uh, open it up. It's a Kindle Fire. Are you kidding me? So in, in true fashion, I threw a temper tantrum. Let me turn off this music. I don't know why I left that on. Yeah, I threw a temper tantrum. And, uh, even though he pretty reasonably pointed out to me that, you know, when he compared the two, the only difference that he could find was the price tag in that the Kindle Fire was, I think at that time around $200, if that, and the iPads were around $500. And I just didn't care. I just would not be, I was just not to be appeased with the Kindle Fire. I just had to have the iPad. I just knew, like, I just knew that that was going to be the solution for all my needs and how dare he and on. So he said to me, fine, here, take the receipt. Here's the receipt. Here's my credit card. If you're going to be that stubborn about it, go buy an iPad. And like I said, at that point, you know, when it was the two of us, he has a decent job. I had a decent job. He had additional income from some rental properties and things. So we were okay. Like financially, we could pretty well just, we could pretty well buy whatever we wanted for the most part. So he says, fine, go buy one. Like you want to throw a big temper tantrum about it and you think you have to have an iPad and whatever, go buy it. And I did. I went, I went to Best Buy and uh, I returned the Kindle Fire and I got the iPad. And then I remember I got home and I got into the iPad and I started really looking at it and I was like, this is worthless. Like, I can't do my homework on it. I can't do any of my charting on it. I can't, which I could have, I guess, if I'd have thought about having a keyboard attached to it. But I didn't know, I didn't think about that at the time. But, like, I'm like, I can't do anything on this. Why did I, why do I have this basically toy for $500? Like, what in the world was I thinking? And so, here's the takeaway. I went to him, and I apologized, and I told him I was wrong, and that he was right, and that I should have listened to him, and that I, in fact, did not need an iPad. It was a waste of money. It was nothing more than what the Kindle Fire had. It wasn't what I needed. Neither one of them were what I needed. What I needed was a laptop, you know, with, or what I needed was some type of word processing, you know, whatever system. And I don't know if that's something that you can even put on an iPad. I never really dealt with Apple after that one incident, but 
told him I was wrong, told him I was, uh, you know, I should have listened to him. He was right. Of course, he's eating this up because that's just the, <laughs> that's just the type of egotistical person that he is. He loved every second of it. But, um, anyway, so then I was the crazy person going back to Best Buy and <laughs> returning the iPad and repurchasing a Kindle Fire. Which, really, I got so... There was a period of time in my life when I actually read books. A lot of books. And I got so much use out of that Kindle Fire. And, and even to the point of... Um, gave it to my daughter. And she still uses it. I mean, it has lasted forever. I always tell people... If you're looking to get a tablet... For your child... That is going to last... And is really going to have a lot of, just a lot of content, always go for the Kindle Fire. Always. Not only can you download apps almost just as much as you could, a Samsung or an iPad or something like that. You can also access, like we have Amazon Prime, so you can access tons of books and music and just anything like that through Amazon, obviously, with it being a Kindle. So, yeah, I always tell people to go for the Kindle. Actually, um, <clears throat> my son, oh my gosh, he had his for like four years or something crazy. And it's just hung in there. Never broke, never glitched, never anything. So, um, it was a, it was, it's a good, it's a good investment for sure. And they're not, not much of an investment anyway. Um, but yeah, that's my story of being a jerk and <laughs> throwing a tantrum to get an iPad and then getting it and then taking it back. So anyway, the takeaway is admit when you're wrong. Admit when you're wrong and uh, apologize and and don't be don't be such a hardhead. And I could have easily I could have easily just been a hardhead and said, whatever, I'm keeping this iPad. It's what I wanted. But I was even, you know, I was even willing to admit that uh, it was kind of stupid <clears throat> to have a $500 tablet that really couldn't do anything for me other than just, like, take pictures and be something to play on. So, there you go. So, anyway, the point of talking about that story, not even the point, the start to that uh, rabbit trail was that what I'm gathering, and if I'm wrong, please tell me. What I'm gathering is that unless you have an Apple device, you can't get, you can't post on iTunes. I tried it. I can't even get the, the website to pull up. It is a lockbox. I have a, a, a Apple ID. I reset my password. When I, when I put my ID and password in and push log in... I get like a black screen with a big X through it. I'm just kidding. I don't, it's not that extreme. But I, 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 I mean, seriously though, I can't. I've tried it on my tablet. I've tried it on my phone, which are both Samsung. So I'm, I'm sure there's some like detection, like alert, alert. This isn't an iPhone user. So don't, don't open the website. We don't want them to be in our secret society of Apple users. Yeah, I can't, I can't get in there. So I don't know, I don't know if that's true or not, that if you don't have an Apple device, and I think that's the thing, like, the majority of people who are 
tech savvy or her, her doing recordings or doing movies or whatever it is. They're using Apple products because I do think that Apple kind of holds the market <clears throat> on stuff like that. But I just, I just, I talked about this before. I gave up iPhones four years ago. Obviously, I don't have an iPad. I just told that story. So, I just don't have an Apple device. And so, I think I'm kind of cut out. I think I'm kind of banned from iTunes. So, anyway, I don't know if I'll end up being on any type of plat- any other platforms. I did kind of look into um, Google Podcasts, which is supposed to be, I think, kind of comparable to iTunes. It's just now, just started recently and is growing. Um, so, I might end up being on there. I'll let y'all know. But, um, yeah, I mean, today I just, I had some time here at the end of the day, um, wanted to check in, I, uh, start my new job tomorrow, so my, my part-time job, in true fashion, the whole reason why I even was applying and interviewing and looking for a second job was because I wasn't getting enough work with my first job, and, just as things always go, I just happened to last week for the first time, I want to say since the beginning of the year even, for the first time in, in weeks and months, met my quota for the number of patients that I need to see. So here I'm finally getting enough work and of course start a new job tomorrow. But it'll be good. You know, I, I, uh, I've had just circumstances over the past six, seven, 10, 12 years to where I've not done great when it comes to credit cards. And I've got a car that I'm, you know, I put a ton of miles on with the, just the job that I do. And so I've definitely am in the, what is it? In the red, in the black. I'm, I owe more on it than what it's worth, whatever color it is. I don't know. But, um, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited because I really am, I'm looking forward to this job. It's a hospice, um, social work. I know that sounds kind of morbid, but I'm looking forward to learning about hospice more. I think it's a really, if you don't know, um, much about it, I mean, it's a hospice provides, um, end of life care to individuals and, um, you know, I'm excited to learn about it from the social work perspective and I'm excited to have that additional skill set and I think you know what I was when I'm looking at um you know my bills and my finances and stuff is that I've I've done okay to maintain um my bills and things even though I've been maybe a little bit lower on my quotas I haven't been seeing as many patients as I need to but I've done okay I mean I've paid my bills I've done so anyway um any additional income, I mean, my intentions are to put it like 100% towards a vacation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. How would I ever go on a vacation with four kids? There's just, there's no way. No, towards the debt, towards my debt. So I'm, my plan, that's my hope is to really pay off quite a bit of debt and get it, get it knocked out. So with a job that I, I think, I mean, I think it's going to be kind of cake. I think it's going to be even be kind of easier than the job that I'm doing right now. It's going to be hard. I mean, obviously, end of life care is hard, but I think it's going to be as far as like paperwork and and scrambling and phone calls and stuff like that. I think it's going to be kind of kind of cake on that front. So we'll see how it plays out. But anyway, start that tomorrow morning. Um, I don't even know how to get into. Uh, 
I know I've said this a hundred times. Like, I'm going to talk about my second marriage. I'm going to talk about my second marriage. And I want to. But I'm just so, I'm so knee deep in it right now. I'm so knee deep in it right now. And, uh, you know, I, I know that my second husband doesn't listen to this. He doesn't even know that I have it. Anybody that I would imagine who is listening to it wouldn't have any connection to him. It's not, and I don't, I don't care. I honestly, I'll, I'll send it to him today. I don't care if he does listen to it, but it's just a, it's, you know, I don't care to talk about my personal business. I've obviously, I've already done that. I don't care to share about my life or, or things that I've been through, but this is something that I'm like in the throes of right now. I guess I kind of hoped that when I started, I mean, we've been, We've been in active divorce proceedings for pushing a year now. It'll be a year in August. So I think when I started this podcast two months ago, I was uh, I was thinking that I'd pretty well be wrapped up with this divorce by now. And so I'd be able to maybe process through everything that happened and, and talk more openly um, on the podcast about what had happened. But I'm, I'm still in it. We're still doing it. I, t- I told my mom today, I was like... Listen, at this point, I'm about to just ask him if he wants to stay married because uh, we're pushing our 10-year mark. We might as well celebrate a 10th anniversary and go on a cruise or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's crazy. But um, he's a super irrational person. I'll say that. And when you're dealing with somebody like that, it, it, you just have to know you're kind of in for the long haul. If any of my listeners out there are going through... Divorce, custody, anything like that. I just, I feel your pain. I feel your frustration. I feel your anger. I feel your tears. I feel your sadness. I feel all of it. And I just, I pray for you. And I'm sorry you're having to go through it as much as I'm sorry I'm having to go through it. So we'll get through it though. Look, another day will come and uh, we'll get through it. So this morning, I will just say this morning had a mediation meeting to discuss um, custody and visitation and things with my daughter and uh, didn't go well surely did not resolve or mediate anything so we're back to the drawing board folks and we'll see Mm -hmm. what happens Mm -hmm. next I'm not really sure what the plan is from here but Mm -hmm. hey Mm -hmm. I say you know what just keep taking my money attorney because I'm not stopping until I feel confident in, in the what's what's on paper. So who knows? We might make it to that 10 year anniversary. If I make it to a 10 year anniversary, Marion, even if we are in divorce proceedings, you better believe he's taking me on a cruise. I don't care if we hate each other and want to kill each other. <laughs> We're going on a cruise. Oh my gosh. It's just terrible is what it is. Divorce is terrible. It's literally like, I just wish that everyone could maybe just have a glimpse. Like if your parents were married and you grew up with married parents and you don't have any idea of how terrible it is, I wish that you could just have a glimpse into somebody else's future, somebody else's life and see how terrible it is. And then, then maybe if you were having any doubts about being married, you would just decide not to get married because... It's just devastating. It's devastating for two adults, let alone if there's children involved. It's just really, really terrible. Um, so that's what I'm going through. That's what we're dealing with. And, uh, you know, getting through it. Here's what I said before. 
and 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 like again if you'd have caught me i mean i called i called my mom in the parking lot and just just kind of ranted and carried on um and i was upset i'm still upset now but this is what i've said before is that look i, I know that god has a plan god has a timeline and, and a plan for this whole situation just like every other situation in my life and what does it gain me to worry what does it accomplish nothing I'm worrying enough about stupid shit that I don't need to worry about also um you know I worry about my feet itch like I do what's going on I worry do I have athlete's feet I worry about my weight I worry about what I eat I worry about what I don't eat I worry about should I take vitamins should I take you know I worry about enough things I got you got to stop you know worrying about this whole divorce timeline is it's not going to help anything it's not going to accomplish anything it's just going to make me it's going to make me miss out on days with my kids with my family with my home and I, I said this a long time ago in my relationship with him that because there were so many days that he and I would fight and then I would just be in a funk the rest of the day. I would just be foul and moody and I would snap at the kids and I'd be short with him and I would just be just really, really super nasty the rest of the day because of whatever. And I, when I look back, I got to the point where I was like, I am losing so many days with my kids because I'm just giving all of my energy to my emotions and feelings after whatever interaction I had would have with him. And I'm done doing, I, I was done a long time ago, but I'm definitely done now doing that. And, I, and what I said was like, I remember saying this to him, like, you're not, you don't get any more of my days. You don't get to take any more of my days away from me, away from my kids. Nah. So that's how it is today. I mean, it was terrible for almost an hour. It was really terrible. But, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to go pick, get my babies here in just a minute. I'm going to pick my kids up. I'm going to go home and we're going to have a really good evening. And I'm not... I'm not going to let it affect the rest of my day because what does that, what does that do if I go home and I'm in a bad mood because of that interaction and now, now my kids, you know, I miss out on opportunities to invest in my kids and to give them good memories. Now all they have is a memory of, of mommy was in a, in a terrible mood, you know, that night and we didn't do anything but sit around and, and she was, she was grouchy. That's, that's no good. So that's no good. But anyway, that's pretty much all I got today, which was basically nothing. So normal. Um, I am looking to schedule um, a guest this weekend and I haven't, this week has just been really super busy so I haven't really um, scheduled anyone for this week. I posted on um, Emily's interview on Monday which was just really fantastic. I hope you've had a chance to listen to it Um, but then like I said planning on interviewing somebody this weekend and then hopefully getting back in a more regular schedule next week of uh, guests so again if you want to connect up with me um, send me an email it's dot I'm in my car and it's heating up it's getting hot I don't want to turn my air back on but I should um, it's dot me dot sam dot podcast at gmail.com and then you can look me up on my personal email or also look up It's Me Sam. Uh, or not personal email. I'm an idiot. My personal Facebook and send me a message. Or you can look up my group page on Facebook. It's Me Sam um, under Facebook. So, all right. That's about it. Hey, 
send me an email or uh, or don't or or send me a message or something or let me know what you're thinking about today and or if you have any questions or anything you want to in particular talk about I'll do it all right y'all enjoy the rest of your day it's Wednesday we don't have anything to do tonight thank the lord oh my goodness we had a swim meet last night did not get home until 11 p.m I didn't go to bed till 12 30 baby woke up at five woke up again at like I don't know six 15 I got up at 6 45 because I had to be at a meeting an hour away at nine it's I'm tired as usual but that's that's to be expected so we don't have anything to do tonight I'm really looking forward to that I'm gonna cook dinner and we're gonna just just be lazy so that's exciting uh yeah y'all enjoy the rest of your day and I'll, I'll talk to you the next time all right bye